Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Brett Steele, and I'm joined as always with Jonathan Detroit Haynes. What is going on, man? Yo, yo, yo. What up, fellas? What is up? And also joining us, as always, and giving us the rundown of today's show, Mr. Phil Roxy. Hey, thanks, Brett. Yeah, um, we're going to have a playoff edition episode on this one. Um, we're going to go over last week's results, which were obviously had obvious, some play, obvious playoff implications. Um, then we're going to kind of talk about our season, our regular season this year, go over that a little bit. Um, and then we're going to do a quick preview next week for the first week of the playoffs. All right, Brett, back to you for our week uh, 13 rundown. We start with the Roxanne Renegades visiting the Putnam Mountain Mamas. Ryan Fitzpatrick hits up the Renegades with some Fitz magic as the Putnam Mountain Mamas get their fifth win of the season, 243 to 186. Next, we have the Dogtown Dobermans taking on the Glasgow Gunslingers. Devontae Parker continues his late-season push, leading the Gunslingers with 35. Gunslingers win in a close one at 236-229. to Now to our playoff-implicating games. First, we have the Montrose Mega Powers visiting the Charleston Methadones. Deshaun Watson comes through for the Mega Powers with 32 Mega Powers win 257 to 178. And then we head to Cross Vegas where the Poca Pharmacists are visiting the Cross Vegas Gamblers. James White leads all scores with 38. This one was over early, as were the Poca Pharmacists' playoff hopes. Gamblers win 319 to 208. Now, we go with the Nitro Neanderthals taking on the Canal County Kings. This one came down to Monday Night Football and Kirk Cousins leading the Kings on a last-second push to put out the Nitro Neanderthals 192-181. to Finally, in our final game of the week of the regular season, we have the Elkview River Rats visiting the Marmette Midnight Riders. Aaron, the traded for Aaron Rodgers leads all scorers with 32. Even with a late push by Keenan Allen, it's not enough as the River Rats win a close one and eliminate the Marmette Midnight Riders 233 to 225. And that is it for your regular season and your week 13 results. All right, fellas. So that's it. That's a regular season in the books. And can I just say one thing? Champions sure. come to play. All right. Oh, God. When you have the moments that you have to rise up, you need the experience. You need the fortitude. I got it done. I'm in as the sixth seed crawling to the finish line. I'll see you all in the postseason. Terrible. Just terrible. I don't you want to back, talk about you it. You backed your way into the playoffs once again. First off, I did not back my way in. Back your way into me is losing and still getting in. I had a rough stretch. We had some adversity. All right. 
Uh-huh. We made it through. We win the last game when we needed to with a with a very high score of 257. And, what, and who leads the way for me? The captains. My captains. Deshaun and Dak. You beautiful people. Top two scorers. Thank you both. Go ahead, guys. I'll All let you I'm guys speak. Is I'm glad that I picked the last week of the season to score my lowest point total in this year. Of course, that has to happen that way. <laughs> Otherwise, you would be out and I would be in, regardless of whether you won or not. It's true. It is true. It was uh, I, I, We talked about this some, but uh, if you had to handicap it, uh, the odds of, let's see, Poker Pharmacist, Nitro Neanderthals, Marmot Midnight Riders, and the um, Montrose Mega Powers of who had the best chance and the worst chance of getting in, I'd have to be the, the bottom as far as the lowest chance of getting in based on me playing the methadones and and the team and how my team has uh, you know kind of crawled to the finish line there. So, I mean, at about 2 or 3 o'clock on Sunday, I was pretty confident that I was getting in the playoffs. Well, I went back and forth from having to root for the Midnight Riders and then not root for them because one of my only scenarios of you winning and getting in was the Midnight Riders winning um, and, of course, the Neanderthals win. I have to win. And then I have to beat both of you by 18 points. So all, been, I know is, all I know is it was nice just to sit back and not have to even worry about it. Because I clinched that a long time ago. Oh, um, goodness gracious. Go over our records, please, sir. All right. So for the regular season, the final week, we had Phil went 4-2 and two for week 13, while me and you, Brett, went 5-1. and one. So, Phil, your overall record is 45 and 33, Brett at 50 and 28, and I'm at 53 and 25 in first place, just like the KDFL League. That's gracious. How are my 12 games over 500? I don't even know how I got that far. Uh, you got you got a little hot there at the end. I'll take it. So, yeah, well, you still came in last out of the three of us, Phil. So. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I was looking pretty brutal early in the season. <laughs> This is true, but so am I the regular season champ now for predictions? Is that how this works? Oh, sure. Woo. Um, okay. Wooing. I forgot. I'm not allowed to woo. You're allowed to woo. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's your last woo of the season. (laughs) This podcast is off to a hot start. Uh. Okay, so as far as I'm getting to it here, the questions that we want to go over, um, we're going to focus on some some regular season here. Um, first off, we started off this the show. We did our we did our predictions, and we did and, we've, and throughout the throughout the time we've we've done some you know some takes, if you will. So I want to hear from you guys. Let's start with start with this first. What is the one thing you're most proud of with this NFL season, you can relate it back to the KDFL as well. But what's the one thing you're most proud of getting right this year as we wind down the regular season? I'll let you start, Phil. Um, well, I don't think I'm completely right yet, but not to jinx him, but I had the Elkview River Rats winning the league. Um, so far, that's looking pretty good. He has the best overall record and most points scored. Um, we'll, ha- we'll have to find out in a few weeks if I'm – 100% correct, but um, I'm pretty pretty confident that that's going to happen, so I'm pretty pretty okay with that pick. Yeah, I, uh, I had doubt in you, Phil. I, I didn't believe my team would be that good. 
I totally expect me to fall, be one and done as usual. Well, not as usual because I'm never in the playoffs. <laughs> but as a Lions fan, I just expect to lose when we do finally make the playoffs. So uh, the thing I'm probably most proud of is uh, I was big on Matt this year, and he came in second. He was ten and three. Uh, so I guess that would be in my predictions. I would say probably Matt. What about you, Brett? Well, I, I did a, a specific uh, player here, but I can I can relate it back to the team that I'm talking about. But you guys know, and he came through clutch for me at the end. It was our, it was our first little uh, piece of debate here. Kirk Cousins. Oh, I told you he'd have a much better year than he had last year. Uh, QB nine on the season. Twenty-three touchdowns, four interceptions. Everything revolves around the trenches with these quarterbacks, especially if they're not mobile. He got an upgrade in the draft, and here's Tim, who I had more faith in than than you two did. He's in the playoffs, <laughs> large part to do with Kurt Cousins getting him there. So uh, yeah, but he's, uh, he's also zero and eight on Monday Night Football. Just want to throw that out there. That is a wild set that I did not somehow did not know until uh, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, I can. Wild stat. He's not a primetime kind of guy. I mean, uh, we do this with players. We get label them like can't win the big one. Or, or I mean, he was fine last night. He was by far not yeah, any part of a bad. weak link. Um, that pick was was some some bad luck there. Uh, I thought I thought he played well. But we do this with players where we we say they 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 shell away from you know can't win the big one. Peyton Manning had it. Uh, Matt Ryan had it with playoff games. Can't win a playoff game. But I mean, it's team sport. There's a, there's yeah 53 men. I mean, it comes down to a team effort in the playoffs. I mean, it really does. So, I think that kind of ties into. Uh, I'll let you go. I'll let you move oh, on. Oh, good. You gonna do what, what we're uh, what we're wrong about? Yeah, I was kind of getting into that with the embarrassed or kind of what we're wrong ahead. about and picking um, Kirk Cousins. I think it's it's obvious on record. I've said it a few times on this podcast that I think he's garbage. Um, <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's not the best quarterback. He's not great, but he's definitely not garbage. At least this year, anyways. Um, so I think I'm kind of – I was a little off on that one. Well, the thing I was off most, and it was part of my predictions at the end of, or at the beginning of the year for the NFL, and that is your team, Brett, the Atlanta Falcons. I had them going to the NFC Championship this year, and they have been pure hot garbage. So that's probably the thing I'm most embarrassed so, about. So when you gave us what you're most embarrassed about, you took you, you flipped this to take a shot at my team? No, it's just a fact. I, I think you I did, did, yeah. yeah. I did pick them to win the NFC Championship. It's not my fault that you root for that team. I mean, I had to have, <laughs> had to have something embarrassed about, but that's the thing. Uh, that reminds me that I picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl as well. So. Woo! I don't remember. I can't even remember. I just remember picking the Falcons. Yeah. I picked Patriots over Falcons in the Super Bowl. Because I love punishment, apparently. Um, okay. Um, what I got wrong, Lamar Jackson. Still. I, <laughs> I hate to say this, and I am on a huge island right now. I still feel the same way. I don't. They'll, <laughs> they'll figure him out. And I feel like I'll be, I'll be 45 years old or 10 years later in the league or whatever. I'll be like, they'll figure him out when he just have, has gotten old. <laughs> Something like that will happen. 
He's obviously going to regress next year. I mean, he has to. Well, yeah, he can't have another season like he is right now. I do think I they'll figure out his running, though. I mean, they're going to stop him some next year, I guarantee it. Well, well, con- Go ahead. They, uh, they're strong on the offensive line, and those tight ends block really well. I mean, if you get a couple of those guys hurt, I'm sure I mean, he's going to fall back to earth a little bit. He, he gets a lot of comparisons to Vic, right? Um, but, yeah. but there's some things that, that Lamar has that Vic doesn't want. Stable organization with a great head coach around yep. him that they went all in and built this team around him. Very much set up for success. And then I always used to say, well, people, well, the league figured Vic out. And, and I think back down, no, they, no, they didn't. He, he was an idiot. <laughs> and, 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 you know, cost himself his prime, um, right. and, you know, as only Falcon, as only a, a Falcon player could do, um, but they really didn't figure him out. Uh, you, um, you brought up, you brought up a, a great coaching and all that. That's a question I have for you. Do you think Harbaugh's the second best coach in the NFL? Who's first? Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would, I would, I would have to go that way. I mean, who else would be up there? Maybe Andy Reid? No, Reed doesn't read. No, not with those clock management issues. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you why I'm so big. Yes, Harbaugh is by far number two. And I'll tell you why I just thought about it. And you guys give me crap for this all the time. But Harbaugh has done it. He has embraced the analytics fully. They never punt. They hardly ever kick. I mean, even though they have Tucker, if it's fourth, if it's inside fourth and four, they're going for it. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. It's how I feel. Well, I mean, Evan Lamar Jackson helps too. Let me throw this guy out there, though. Let me throw this guy out there. I mean, because he may not be second, but I just want to mention him. Mike Tomlin, with what he's had to do with with Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell are gone. Roethlisberger's out. He's had a great year. He might be in the running for coaching of the year or coach of the year. I think he'd have to be my coach of the year right now for what he's done with what he has. And he's a coach that doesn't get has has gotten a lot of uh, uh, disrespect over the years with, and then you see what he's, what he actually was able to manage because a big part of coaching is ego management. And you have bell, you have a B and apparently a B is a crazy person now. Oh, um, he's, he's off the rocker. I mean, he really is. Yeah. So, and, and Tomlin had them both. And uh, the, the big regret in not winning a, a super bowl with that team, but, um, but they, you know, they had success. Yeah. So, all right, what do you got next? All right, let me get what we have next here. Oh, what uh, what GM in the KDFL do you think has done the most with the least? I think you mean governor, right? Governor, no, GM, stop. owner? Stop, stop. <laughs> stop right now. I, I will log off right now <laughs> if you guys keep this crap up. None of that shit on here. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. All right. Uh, I mean, I think based upon where we had him predicted at the beginning of the season, I have to go with Mike and the Marmette Midnight Riders. Um, I know he just missed the playoffs, but I think he did better than what we were expecting. Um, so I have to give him a positive note this season. Uh, is that it? I figured there was some kind of hidden shot coming. No, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, I think pretty much all the teams that uh, I predicted would make the playoffs made it. So maybe, I mean, the way they finished, 
I mean, they're five and eight. We had four teams finish at five and eight, but maybe Bustin Dustin because I thought his team was like hot garbage. It's mm-hmm. another term I keep using that I need to find something new to <laughs> describe something. But I didn't oh, hot like garbage it. in the Elk View. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's winter time. I don't know why it had cooled down. <laughs> I didn't think his team would be that good. Well, a four or five and eight team, I guess. But I figured he was going to be close to the bottom. So. <sighs> fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, you're going to say yourself. Obvious. This choice is obvious. All right. It's me. Yeah. All of right. Of course, Next I've question. done the most. Next question. Hold on. Let's do these. Let's do this. Todd Gurley on the pitch count. Brandon Cooks almost retires after I trade for him. Austin Hooper done for a while. Uh, Marlon Mack out for a while. I had a Matt Schaub start this year, which he did do well. But still, oh, we just find a way to get it done in Montrose. So yes, of course. And neither of you picked a playoff team. He was like coach of the year with a team that didn't make the playoffs. You barely made the playoffs. Did you make the playoffs? Am I in? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's teams we already expected to kind of be in there anyway. Yeah, so like and we all picked less. you to make the playoffs. Oh, no. no. so lesser 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 GMs would have cracked under that under that pressure and those injuries. They were oh, so wait, you got that? lucky. You got lucky. Oh, can you name some of those lesser owners that you're talking about or GMs? Yeah, there's eleven of them. Oh, all of them. I didn't try to sing anybody out. <laughs> I can't sing. Can, can you just give me a top three? When you're up this high, everybody looks the same down there. No, I need a top three. Of you're at the bottom of the playoffs. What do you mean? Phil, 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 Phil. You don't understand the adversity. That went to. A lot of people would say, oh, I got so unlucky. Look how, oh, my gosh. No. We keep, we keep powering. Next man up in Montrose. Of course, I'm the GM that did the, did the most with the least. <laughs> Can't trash the team. Detroit had me on the side of the road dead, and I'll next, still get in. Next question. Next question. You, you hate yourself dead. You didn't even pick yourself to win last week, and you said you weren't going to make the playoffs. Pressure burst pipes, and my pipes are fully intact. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> next question. Next question. Oh, what one thing. All right, we'll, we'll talk about this. Um, I don't know how we're going to do this. I guess with your own team or what yeah, one I, thing would you have changed about your season? Sorry right for that. Detroit to do this. <laughs> no, I have something, but I go I'll ahead, Phil. Phil, please name one of your eight trades. <laughs> that's that's going to be basically what I'm going to say is I wish I wouldn't have sold when I did. When I was two and six, I was freaking out. I'm like, the season's over. So I tried to make some trades. Actually, I think it was like two and seven at that point. That was two and six. So and then. My schedule coming up was the Methadones, the Gunslingers, I had the Gamblers, and then the Kings, and then I had the Mountain Mama squeezed in between, so I was like, well, I might get one or two wins, so I'm going to go ahead and sell, and then what do I go and do? I beat the Methadones, the Gunslingers, and the Gamblers, and lose <laughs> to the Mountain Mama and the Kings. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Phil, Phil is the, the, uh, the Dolphins right now. <laughs> I mean, I literally beat three of the best teams in the league and missed the playoffs. Mm. Oh, you just hate to see that, man. You hate That's to stuff. see it. Um, All right. Gosh. Mine would be um, – I, I was having problems at wide receiver there towards the uh, end of the season, middle to the late. Uh, Sterling Shepard's been hurt a lot with concussions. Uh, Juju's been hurt 
and you know he hasn't had a real good quarterback going at him so I wasn't 100% on Metcalf so I panicked and traded a first round pick for uh, Emmanuel Sanders just to plug him in there and of course he's been hurt ever since I got him he's played a little bit here lately so that would be the one that I regret Oh, it's tough for me to pick one, boys. Oh, because you're I did so the most. perfect. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, beginning of the year, Bruce Arians goes to Tampa. He's known for not using the tight end. I have O.J. Howard. I regret not shopping him uh, more at the beginning of the year, and especially during the draft, because if you remember, he was the hot young uh, uh, tight end pick to, to have a breakout season. Did not happen. Um, you can also throw uh, Pettis. In the in that realm as well, although he wasn't, you know, projected to have some breakout season. He was at one point, at several points, in and out of the season. He was the wide receiver one in San Francisco on the depth chart. But uh, yeah, those two have, have have not worked out and and really set me back. So I'd have to go with not moving Howard or doing anything with Pettis if I had to pick. Um, interested to see what what some of the other league members would say there. Um, now, the last one I have here it might be a little difficult. I want I want to get your guys' opinions on um, who had the hottest free agent pickup. This is a dynasty league, so the free agents on the offensive side of the football are very difficult um, to get. Very slim pickings. There's over 40-some roster spots. Uh, we start two QBs, so very slim pickings. So, Bill, who would you say for the hottest free agent pickup? Um, I don't know if about you guys, but I had a tough time. The only thing I could really come up with was LJ picking up Cal Allen. Um, and, you know, who knows how long that's even going to last, really. I mean, he may not even be the quarterback next year. But, I mean, he's looked okay. He's been up and down all year, but he's had some decent games. Um, so, I mean, if he is the quarterback next year and Cam Newton's out of there, um, I think that's the best one this season. Well, I don't – I really didn't do a lot of research on this. <laughs> Surprise. So I'm going to go with somebody that I picked up for my team. And that is my boy, my man, Eric Reed, safety of the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> my man is number two position ranked. He's been hot, which has been key for me because I, now I have Peppers hurt. And I lost uh, Johnson from the Rams earlier in the season. And they were two of my higher scoring defensive players. So he's been he's been on fire. So I would say I would go with Eric Reed. My man. Your man, Eric Reed. Um He's had double digits in like one, two, three, four. Yeah, Ten straight out, games. Turns out he's a good player. How about that? Um, okay, so if I had to if I had to pick, um this is maybe more in the future. Um, but uh Tim getting uh Devlin Hodges, um, I think that he, he could actually end up being something in Pittsburgh. He got him in November. Quack, um, quack. Let's see, he got him in October. Dropped him two weeks later and picked him up a month later. He has spent $66 on Devlin Hodges. So, nice. Um, on two different, to get two a quarterback, I mean, that's always good. That's, that's the main thing in this league is, is getting two startable quarterbacks and, and three even better if you can work it out there. So, all right. That's our that's our uh, season in, in review, right? Do either of you guys have any other questions for the uh, the regular season there? No, I have no questions for you, sir. Well, I mean, questions I for the podcast. I don't have anything. Phil understood. <laughs> sure. All right, next. All yeah, right, I got, so, a, I got a question. Uh, yeah. Why are you such a douche? 
This guy. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How well, much I'll time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> All right, move on. Moving on. Let's see. All right, so to give you to give everybody the the playoff preview here. Obviously, six teams make the playoffs. Top two get a bye. Your first seed is the Elkview River Rats. Somehow, Detroit has not screwed us up yet. Stay tuned. Uh, second seed also getting a bye. The Charleston Methadones. So that leaves us with the four and the five, or the, I'm sorry, third seed. Uh, I'm not doing the matchup yet. So third seed, Glasgow Gunslingers. Uh, fourth seed, Cross Vegas Gamblers. Fifth seed, Canal County Kings. And sixth seed, the Montrose Mega Powers. Obviously, um, in this week, the four play the five, the three play the six. But what we're going to do first is, gentlemen, uh, real quick, do your ranking of the confidence you have in the playoff teams, one through six, and then we will we will talk about it. So, uh, Phil, go ahead and go first. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about this. I'm kind of, you know, depressed about this. So. I mean, the roller coaster. Uh, I think the, I think the, right. the listeners probably don't want to listen to you either, Phil, so. Okay, yeah. well, we can just skip over Mutual. my part. That's fine. <laughs> we can move on. No, go ahead. I'm just messing with you, man. So you want me to start with one first? I, I figured it'd be better to start with six and go Yeah, over. I was going to go six. And well, I didn't say anybody to start with one, so I don't know where we got that from. So yeah, go ahead. Count down. Count Play it back. Down. Play it back. All right. <laughs> okay. My number six is going to be the Canal County Kings. Um, I know he's the five seed, but... I just don't think he has enough firepower. I know he got Melvin Gordon for me, um, but he hasn't looked great recently. Um, so I'm going to go with the Kings at six. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with the Montrose Mega Powers. Um, I think he's going to have a better shot than the Kings. Um, and he's been here before. I mean, I think Brett may or may not have won a championship sometime in the past. I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has some experience in this area. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Um, I know he scored a lot of points. Um, he's looked really good this season, um, but he's he lost to me recently, so that's a, kind of a knock on him right there. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, I just think he's going to be number four. Um, and, of course, number three. Uh, I'm going to go with the Methadones. I think he has a really good team, but I think the inexperience may get to him in this first in his first run in the playoffs. Um, and then number two, I'm going to go with the Glasgow Gunslingers, which means I have to stick with number one, who I picked in the preseason, the Elkview River Ads at number one. I think... Detroit is going to get it done. I think he's going to finish the regular season as the champ and win the playoffs as well. Oh, that would be so great. I hope oh, you, I goodness. hope you are dead on. But all right, my rankings, uh, number six, I have the worst team in <clears throat> that is actually in the playoffs, and that's the Mega Powers. They just they shouldn't even be in the playoffs. So they were my obvious. Worst team here. So number five, I have the Kings and Tim. And these top four t- teams, I think any of us could win it. Uh, but coming at number four, and I want to make him mad because I know how angry he gets, and that's Matt and the Methadones. I'm picking them fourth. Third, I'm going to pick myself. 
Um, I expect the shoe to fall. Uh, so that means I just picked the two teams that have the bye to come in third and fourth. Uh, number two is I have the Gunslingers. Um, he has probably the best talent in the league. And uh, his team, what did he finish? Eight and four or nine and four? Which was kind of surprising to me. And number one, I'm going with the Gamblers. And the reason why I'm going with the Gamblers, man, they have been on fire. Uh, I believe that they scored over 250 points in six out of the last seven weeks. Uh, so his team is just hot. But he lost so. to me. So Yeah, well. Half the playoffs I'm... lost to you, Phil. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I'm sitting at home watching. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have to play you in the playoffs, Phil. Yeah. So. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Gamblers and Nick. All right. He's the number one team. Here we go. All right. Number six, got the Kanawha County Kings, just because he's, he's been uh, struggling a little bit um, as, of, as of late. Uh, number five, and because I can't have myself at number six. So, number five, I have the Mega Powers. Like I said, overcoming adversity, heart and grit only take you so far. But, um, so, we'll see how that goes. Number four, I actually have the Gunslingers. Um, they have some tough matchups coming up. And a lot of their key players that were un- unbeatable at the beginning of the season. You just like our commissioner, too. So that's why I don't know. know. He has a bad history of playoff uh, run. So I forget how many straight uh, first-round exits he has, or first matchup exits if he had to buy some. So we'll see. Um, so I have, I have the Gunslingers at number four. Uh, number three, I have the Elkview River Rats. Eventually, Detroit is going to Detroit. And that will implode. <laughs> uh, number two, I have the uh, Charleston Methadones. Um, and it's only because at number one, I have the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Because that team, as Detroit said, has been red hot. Um, I mean, winners of what, eight of the last nine. Um, yep. that one, loss, one loss to uh, Phil. And like Detroit said, he's always been in that uh, 240 to 300 range. So uh, I got Nick's red hot going into the playoffs. Um, got unlucky at the beginning of the season, or else his record he'd probably have one of those buys. So um, I'm going with the Vegas Gamblers as my team. I have the most confidence in going into the playoffs. All right. Now any 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 debate there? Obviously, I mean, I had who did I have a lot? I had Jeremy a lot lower than you guys, I believe. Yeah, you hit him at four. I, I missed uh, Phil's. Phil had Nick really low. That's what it was. Yeah, number four. Okay. That's that, that I do. There was one big one. Phil has so uh, way Nick off really of that low. one. I don't know if you were <laughs> off. I mean, it's a, it's a, yeah, you were off of what we said. Could be a genius. So that's true. Yeah, I'm pretty much a genius. So. Yeah. That's oh, that's a question I wanted to ask Phil. I, I should have asked him on the last segment, but. Phil, how do you feel about your Niners 14 and 2 pick? Do you think they sweep out the finish at 14 2? Because they have two games on the yeah. road they are going to be tough, and that's the Saints and the Seahawks. I, well, I had them losing to, I think, the Saints and the Seahawks, or the Rams and the Seahawks this year. But I think I had them losing at home to both of those yeah. teams. Yeah, you yeah. did. You did get the Seahawks one, right? Um. I think they're gonna. I think they are gonna lose one more game. All right. I think they're gonna they're, go thirteen to three. They're gonna beat the Saints this week. 
So don't yep. I mean, you're not thunder stealing or anything or, or you know, kissing at the jam, but it's purely my Saints hatred. Um, but the Saints are fake. <laughs> the Saints are fake to me. All right. I, I just wanted to ask Phil that because yeah, yeah. his 14-2 prediction was looking pretty good. So and real we, quick, all laughed. we all yeah, laughed at him. Yeah, I mean, you guys are laughing at me, and it's pretty much going to be pretty close this time. So um, real quick, though, I was looking at my, my schedule back to make it about me again. Mm-hmm. Um well, why and not? Brayton always makes it about himself. So that's true. Ahead. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, versus playoff teams, I went four and three. Versus non-playoff teams, I only won one game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't how is that even possible? You. No, I mean you should laugh. How does even? I don't even understand how that's possible. Well, you're 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 um, you're WVU. You play down and up to your competition. But guess who the person I beat though? It was Eric. That was the only person I beat that didn't make the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I always beat him in the playoffs, usually. Who, did, who got him on the Lions by? It was Detroit, wasn't it? Got yeah, I got him. I yeah. think so, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, interesting things to wind down the season. Um, that was an amazing ending as far as four teams all, all going for uh, going for the final spot. I thought, yeah, I, I liked it that all, everybody had to play a good team, so that was it. Felt so balanced somehow, how it just worked out that way. Yep. Um, okay, so going with that, round one this weekend. Um, two games, obviously, because you got six six teams, two have buys, two games. So we'll start. Uh, we'll go ahead and do our predictions now. We have. The Montrose Mega Powers going on the road to the Glasgow Gunslingers. Mr. Rexy, go ahead and give us your prediction for this game. All right. Well, I think we've talked about it so far. At least I think Detroit touched on it that the Gunslingers have pretty much the most talented team in the league, um, just based on pure talent. Um, Germ has not had success in the playoffs, um, but I do think that's going to change, at least for this week. So I think the Gunslingers are going to get the win here against the Mega Powers, the team that shouldn't even be there anyways. It should be me. But anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this matchup, uh, if you look on ESPN, it looks like there's a 25-point spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Watson and, and Prescott. I've always said your quarterbacks are great. But uh, I like uh, the Gunslingers a little bit more. So I think it's going to be close. I give you a hard time, but I think it's going to be a close game. And uh, But I'm taking the Gunslingers. Oh, this is going to be – okay, here's what happened. So I did the, the research on this game. I look at Jeremy's matchups, and I hate his matchups for him. They're awful. Jimmy G happened to go up against New Orleans, which why I don't trust Breeze in that offense. I don't think it's some amazing thing like people think. The defense in that dome and Jimmy G still a little rough at times. Um, I, I don't like that. He gets Chicago. That's terrible. Mixing on the road to Cleveland. I mean, Barkley gets Philly. I mean, his his matchups are tough. Devontae Parker's going to get Jamal Adams. Like, it's 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 very tough uh, matchups for him. I was like, ooh, ooh, I like what I see. I like what I see. I go to my side. I have terrible matchups. <laughs> so, so um, it, it's, it's very rough, but just on pure heart and because I have to catch Detroit in the standings, of, of predictions. <laughs> I thought I already won the prediction. Oh, it's, it's we got the playoffs still. Oh, so I can that. figure out more ways to still try to win. Um, 
I'm going with it. I'm going with the Mega Powers to continue the commission's playoff drought. Upset City, ring the bells. Montrose wins and advances to the next round. Next up. Surprise, this surprise. He took himself. A hush you... falls all over the crowd. Because you put us to sleep. Well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next up, Canal County Kings. On the Las Vegas Gamblers, uh, Mr. Rexy, go ahead. All right. Well, um, like earlier in the show, I picked the Kings at number six in confidence. Um, Drew Brees has the 49ers this week. That's a going to be a really tough matchup. Um, Le'Veon Bell does have the Dolphins though, so that could be a good one. Um, Kirk Cousins, that's another good matchup for him though against the Lions. Both of them are projected. Well, Cousins is projected 20.3. Um, but on the other side, you have the Gamblers, who have Carson Wentz, who hasn't looked great, but he's got the Giants, so that should be a pretty good matchup. Um, but Daniel Jones is not very good, so I don't know. I kind of feel like it's going to come down to more than just the quarterbacks in this matchup. Um, but the Gamblers have looked really good all season. That's a pretty big point spread. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a little closer than that spread, but I do think the Gamblers are going to get the win here. Yeah, I'm going with the Gamblers also. Um, Tim's only hope is he's got to have someone besides McCaffrey uh, or Cousins have a big game, because I do think Cousins will have a big game against the Lions. He's going to have to have one or two guys have a big game or to have a chance, but I think the Gamblers are just too strong. So I'm taking the Gamblers. I mean, I think this game will be so much closer than that line. I could be completely wrong. Well, then pick the Kings. I can't. I just spent the last 30 minutes railing about how good Nick's team was. <laughs> um, these matchups are rough for him. Um, who has? Does he have Madison? I don't know. I don't believe so. Yes, he does. He has a handcuff. Okay. So that makes it a little bit easier because we don't know what's happening with Cook. Um, but um, his matchups are, are tough, but his defense is very talented. Uh, for the Las Vegas Gamblers. So uh, I'm going to go with, with the Gamblers to get the win. I think it's going to be not an easy win. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, Gamblers win on this one here. So it's going to be a little bit of a shorter show today. Uh, because People are probably only, happy with that. Well, there's only two. Well, we're, not, we're not too bad on time. We're coming a little bit light. But uh, uh, only two games to predict. So we forgot to do, We forgot to do Detroit against the bye. Detroit. How much tinkering will Detroit do this week? Uh, none. Just shut shut your computer and don't touch it. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So we still have to do our locks of the week. Detroit, do you have our records for our locks of the week? I do. Okay. Um, last week, uh, Phil, you picked the Cowboys at minus six and a half. That did not happen. Womp womp. Uh, I picked the Patriots at minus three and a half. That also did not happen. But what did happen, Detroit? But, Brett, you had the Bears minus three, which is kind of fool's gold because I believe the point spread Jack went up. It did. No, it did do that. But did they did they cover the alternate, the other one or no? Uh, no. They only won by four, and you had them at minus three. And I'm pretty sure it was like minus six or something. I, I think it went to at least minus five and a half. Yeah. But so, we're going to give you the win anyways because that's what God. the point spread was. For the early podcast. So, uh, Phil, on the season, you're three and five. And me and Brett are four and four. Ooh. Wow, what happened to me? 
Well, that's what a lot of people ask. Yeah, I mean, teeing it up here. Um, so, all right. So, uh, Detroit, give us your goodbye and your lock of the week. All right. Well, my lock of the week is I'm going to take the Niners, who are actually getting points, plus three at New Orleans. Um, as I'm kind of with you, Brett. I'm not a believer in the Saints. Um, I think the Niners are just strong. The only thing I worry about the Niners is Jimmy G. I'm not a believer in him, yeah. but that run game is strong, and we all know the defensive line is amazing. So, But I'm going to take the Niners at plus three. And, Brett, you suck. See, well, I don't know how it still catches me off guard 14, 15 shows in, but it does. But um, <laughs> uh, uh, you got to be proud of me. I didn't. I had a rant. I had a yelling rant queued up for how fake the Saints were, but I knew this was your lock, so I had to give you your space. So <laughs> there you go. Thank All you. right, Phil, how do the uh, people get a hold of us, and what is your lock of the week? All right, my lock of the week this week, I'm going to go against my favorite team. Um, the Packers are giving 13 points to the Redskins. Um, I know the Redskins aren't very good, and I'm honestly not sold on the Packers yet. Um, but that's just a really big spread in the NFL, so I think the Redskins are going to cover plus 13. Um, and as always, you can follow us on Twitter at KDFL Podcast. You can follow Brett at Brett Still Two. You can follow Detroit at Detroit 8374, and you can follow me at Phil Ruxy. And be sure to send us a message or leave us a voicemail at 901-609-KDFL. All right. So for my luck of the week, uh, this is very weird to me. This keeps happening. Um, but I'm not a person that likes to bet on their own team. But the Panthers, Kyle Allen, has, has the uh, slipper has fallen off, and they fired their coach this morning. I'm going Falcons, giving the three to the Panthers. And for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Phil Ruxy, I'm Brett Steele. Thank you for listening to the first playoff edition of the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast, and we will see you next week.